Welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Hi there, this is Brian Collins from Become a Writer Today and in this podcast episode I want to talk to you about writing prompts and to explain why writing prompts are so useful for any type of writer I'm going to tell you about a time that I won a bungee jump in Greece. So when I won the bungee jump I felt delighted with my prize until I climbed to the top of the crane and looked down and the grey and jagged rocks lurched upwards towards me and my head began to spin. And I stepped back from the edge of the crane seat, I held onto the thick yellow bungee jump cord as if it were life itself. And I turned around to the gutter guy on top of the crane and I said, I'm not doing it, I won't jump. And the bungee jump instructor smiled, raised the palms of his tanned oversized hands and said, you can't climb back down, you must jump. No, I said, no, I'm not going to jump. You see, the day before I'd won a swimming competition in the Greek resort where friends and I were spending our summer holidays and my prize was this jump from a crane overlooking the rocks on the beach. And at the time I felt delighted, but now my pale legs were rattling against each other like twigs in the wind. And our standoff at the top of the crane lasted for 20 minutes, all the while me holding onto the crane rails and my friends calling out from down below, jump, jump, jump. And that guy is a coward, someone shouted. He'll never do it. But that was enough for me. So I I sat down on the edge of the metal crane seat, closed my eyes and using my two hands, I eased myself off the seat and into the air. And down I went. You see, riding can feel a little bit like bungee jumping. And I've perched myself over the blank page for hours at a time, unable and unwilling to get started. When I tried to write my first book, I brewed a cup of coffee, or a cup of coffee, excuse me. I pulled a chair up to my desk in my bedroom and arranged a notebook and pen before me. And my hand hovered over the blank page. But sitting in a chair in front of the blank page was an alien experience to me at the time. And I put my pen down, stopped to refill my coffee, played some music and filled the bowl up with crackers and cheese. And it went on like this for an hour. I'd sit down and I'd try to write and then I'd get back to opening up the window, walking around the room, calling the dog and doing anything but writing. I just didn't know what my book was about or how to begin or even where to begin. And finally, I threw away my notebook and pen, feeling like a failure, that I didn't know what I was doing. And the painful truth is, I didn't know what I was doing. Like the reluctant bungee bungee jumper who worries about being embarrassed in front of his friends, I needed a prompt. If you haven't written much before or you're unsure about what to write about, writing prompts can help you improve your craft and get into the habit of spending more time in the chair in front of the blank page. A good writing prompt should encourage you to write. It could be a single word, a sentence, a phrase, a question or even a picture that you focus on. And it should encourage you to jump. So I'm going to give you some examples of writing prompts that you can use for various types of non-fiction writing. And these prompts should help you overcome common problems like writer's block and to find ideas for your book and become an author. So the first type of writing prompt you can use is for practicing your craft. And this is ideal for new writers. If you've got an idea you're wrestling with or something's bothering you, but you don't really know what you want to write about or how to address this idea. I'm talking here about free writing. And this is something that the artist and author Natalie Goldberg introduced in her excellent book, Writing Down the Bones, Freeing the Writer Within. 
All you've got to do is turn up and write for about a topic or theme for a predetermined period. And you don't have to worry about editing yourself, overthinking your work or publishing or public or punctuation or grammar or anything like that. So here's five prompts you can use for free writing for practicing your craft. Number one, look out the window. What's happening outside and how have things changed since you last sat here? Number two, write about an everyday or intimate object and what it means to you. It could be something on your desk, bedroom or fridge. It could even be an item of clothing. What does it look, taste, sound or smell like? What does it mean to you? Number three, what do you do when you're alone? What keeps you up at 3am and how do you handle these worries? Number four, draw upon a memory. I remember the first time I, I remember the last time I. Can I trust this memory? The more visual the memory you draw upon, the better. And number five, consider a painful moment from your past, a job you didn't get a relationship that broke down. Use this as the starting point for what you write next. The next type of writing prompts I want to give you would help you conquer writer's block. Writer's block. You see, many successful authors go through unusual rituals before they start writing because they want to avoid writer's block. Roald Dahl, for example, wrote in a shed behind his greenhouse. And before starting on books like Matilda or the BFG, he actually got into a sleeping bag and pulled it up to his waist. So by all means, develop a little creative ritual, such as going to a set place or even getting into a sleeping bag if it helps you write faster and overcome writer's block. But if you're still struggling, these type of prompts could help you. Number one, write about what you're blocked about and why. Number two, skip the introduction, start your conclusion instead, or just start in the middle. Number three, take a great line from a first or take a great first line from a book you admire, write at the top of the page, now keep going. When you're done, delete the first line. Number four, write down the facts and everything else you know about a topic you're having trouble with. Consider what it would mean if one of these facts were untrue. Number five, when you think about a topic you're struggling with, what do you feel in your gut? What does your intuition tell you? Now go. The next type of writing prompts will help you with journaling and introspective writing. And I've kept paper and digital journals for almost 20 years and it's an honest and expressive form of writing. It takes about 10 or 15 minutes to write an entry and I do this three or four mornings a week. Journaling will help you document your day-to-day -day life, identify negative thought patterns, set goals and track your progress. And it's fun to read back on old entries, plus it's cheaper than therapy. Now, if you're struggling about with journal writing or you're wondering what you should, should say in your journal, here's a couple of prompts that will help. Number one, what did I do today and what would I like to do tomorrow? Number two, how am I feeling right now? Is this emotion affecting me physically? Number three, what one thing must I focus on this week and how can I go about doing it? Number four, what should I stop doing and why? What should I start doing more of and why? Number five, what could I have done better this week, this month or this year? These writing prompts will help you write about the same topic in different ways. And this is particularly useful if you're a blogger who's working in a particular niche, or perhaps if you're an article writer who has a particular brief that you need to cover. 
uh, because many non-fiction writers and bloggers sometimes wonder how they can write about the same ideas over and over. So what should you do? Well, here's a couple of prompts that will help. Number one, what's the one thing you know about your topic that you wish you'd known before you'd started? Alternatively, what don't you know about your topic or niche and what would you like to learn? Now document your experiences. Number two, blog readers love learning about how to achieve specific outcomes. So share your expertise by writing articles like how to accomplish more by or the ultimate guide to or a step-by-step guide to. Number three, list posts are the staple of the blogosphere and readers love them because they're quick and easy to read and digest. So you could use proven formats like 99 reasons why X is better than Y, the top 100 tools of savvy and then insert your audience, or the X things every insert your audience type should do before. Okay, the next one, number four. Instead of reinventing the wheel, why not trawl through your blog archives or some old articles you've written and give them new opinions and new ideas. You could write something like my five most popular posts of the past year, an always up-to-date guide to, an introduction to, or pick the name of a topic and then just append it with, revisit it and add in the new learnings. Another prompt that you could use for writing about the same topic is to ask one of your readers, what are you struggling with? And then you could answer their question in your next post or article or video. Or you could feature a reader in one of your articles as a case study. Reveal how they put something you taught or recommended into practice and what happened next. These writing prompts will help you tell personal stories. Personal stories are a great way of building a bond with your readers and of hooking your readers into whatever it is that you're writing. Plus, because they're personal stories, they're unique to you, which will help your work look and sound more original. Now, if you're wondering what type of personal stories to tell, these five prompts could help. Why not write about a surprising event or change of fortune? Was this change for the best or worst and how did you respond? Number two, write about when you first met your mentor, teacher, or a guide. How did you respond to them and what did they have to show you? Number three, alternatively, write about when you first met an enemy or antagonist. It doesn't have to be a person, it could be an inner demon. Number four, write a story about a rite of passage. How did this experience change you? Number five, write a story about when you went too far or didn't go far enough. What were the consequences? These writing prompts will help you inject some. You see, great writing often lies in the rewriting. And when you get to this point, it's time to spice up your work so it becomes a bit more memorable. And this means injecting color and flavor by elaborating on your stories, playing around with your prose, and clarifying your train of thought. And these colorful writing prompts will help you. Number one, insert a historical figure or celebrity into your work. Ernest Hemingway and I, we go way back. Number two, count up the numbers from an everyday activity you've described and have fun with them. Today I dealt with 147 emails, 37 WhatsApp messages, five text messages, three missed calls, and one angry boss. Today was a good day. Number three, write a completely inappropriate response. I gave my girlfriend my first draft to read. She told me he hated it, so I burnt down our house. Number four, poke fun at some prevailing wisdom from your area of expertise. Oscar Wilde said, when I was young, I thought that money was the most important thing in life. Now that I'm old, I know it is. And number five, use the rule of 
three, remembering to save the most colourful word or idea for last. Homer Simpson said, Bart, a woman is like a beer. They look good, smell good, and you'd step over your own mother to get one. But what if you want to bring a bit more authenticity to your work? Or what if you meant or you want to give your work a bit more grounding so it sounds more credible? Well, these five writing prompts will help you do just th that. Number one, give yourself or your subject a dilemma. It could be a moral, professional, personal, financial, or even something else altogether. But the bigger the dilemma, the better. Now open with that. Number two, go to a coffee shop, bar, or restaurant. Listen carefully and record a snippet of a conversation you overhear. Now use this snippet in what you write next. Number three, pick a piece of writing where you explain the topic or idea. Now inject dialogue or a real conversation into what you just wrote or described. I've got no time for this, he said. Well, don't come around here complaining nobody reads your work, she replied. Number four, consider a great film you watched or a book you read. What's the core idea behind the film or the book? Now write about that. Number five, Distill the core of what you're writing into a single sentence. Now use this sentence as a tool to decide what to write more of and what to cut. So I hope you've enjoyed these writing prompts. My key takeaway for you is that you should build up your own personal library of writing prompts. These could be things that inspire you. These could be ideas you come across in books. These could be stories from your personal or professional life. But if you have a a list of writing prompts that you can use. You'll never have to worry about running out of ideas or dealing with problems like writer's block. And if you still need help, I've actually put together a free book called Yes, You Can Write. And the book is available now on Amazon and it, it's free. And I'll put a link to the book in the show notes. And if you download the book and you, you find it useful, I'd be very grateful on Amazon. So thanks for listening for this episode. And I hope you will take one of the prompts from this episode or the book and go and write something great. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.